Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our co-host and novice, Will. How are you this week, Will? Uh, I'm pretty good, thank you, Sam, and that was a great intro. That was a much better intro than what... um, than than the first time and for anyone who hasn't joined us before we talk about anime usually although we've had three episodes now talking about avatar and we're finally moving back onto the um true anime bandwagon um okay so usually we talk about anime i look at it from the complete perspective of a noob someone who doesn't really understand the ins and outs of anime uh didn't grow up with it sam's obsessed sam's loved it for years and years and years and he comes at it from the from an expert perspective. So those are the two dynamics. If either of those fit your sort of uh, perspective on anime, then you're welcome. And even if it doesn't, come along, join in, join in the debate. Um, and we, we basically weigh up whether the animes we watch are good or bad. Um, and specifically from the perspective of a noob to see if we can show these to a novice, uh, someone who isn't into anime and try and get as many people uh, hooked on the media as possible um this week we're putting an interesting one to the test we are <laughs> we are looking at my dress up darling uh, it's just a weird title in general sam do you want to tell our listeners uh, who anyone who hasn't seen this or anyone who doesn't know much about it or even those that do just just sum up why people might want to watch this why would anyone give this show a go well this is at its heart a romance uh anime it is a romance high school romance between a outgoing and outlandish girl and a somewhat reserved and and quiet guy something that i'm sure many weebs can relate to it's featuring animation from cloverworks studios who've been known to do the promised neverland and even my bunny girl senpai i think i got the title <laughs> for that correct so you can see where some of their their pedigrees coming from when it comes to this uh, show if you like cutesy outfits good character animation and a bit of a more i guess realistic look at a romance that isn't fueled by superpowers and world-ending stakes then this might be a show that is worth your while okay good yeah no that sums it up nicely um thank you so generally what we'll do now is we'll get into the nitty-gritty and we'll decide whether this show has what it takes to (laughs) get into the anniverse roll intro all right then will so uh my dress up darling otherwise known in japanese as uh, the bisque doll that falls in love uh, what's going on here yeah i'm not entirely sure what that means i think it's like a <laughs> reference to her makeup and her look but uh okay. yeah well, what's going on here what's happening in these first three episodes okay what so get to we, see we we follow our main boy gojo gojo wakana 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 gojo yeah um and he's obsessed with these dolls that he creates with his grandfather um these little female dolls which i'm sure you're going to give us some lore on some what of course these i things. can but i'll what? wait until you've you've finished with them the, yeah, the well, hina dolls to, yes too right you will oh the hina dolls yes you uh he makes hina dolls he thinks it's really uncool he's not very popular in school he doesn't have any friends um and lo and behold he meets a girl and this girl is the coolest girl in school she's so she's popular the one. and 
um she randomly finds out that he can he makes these dolls and does all this detailed craft i guess and she's mm-hmm. uh, it, she, there's a really awkward moment where he's really panicky and it turns out that she's really impressed and they become best yeah. buddies because she BFS. has her own little interests she's obsessed with anime ah oh, she's such Yay. a nerd um and yeah so she, she she's really into anime and she's really starting to get into cosplay she wants to become a cosplay pro and that is their connection. That is their um, their thing that they're going to do together. He's going to design costumes for her, or one specifically for these first three episodes, and mm-hmm. she's going to love it and thank him and take him on trips and give make him feel really awkward at lots of different times. Uh, absolutely every possible opportunity. Yeah, pretty much. Um, these first three episodes tend to go by a little bit slowly, I feel. The first episode kind of spends a lot of time working on... Um, gojo and his kind of mental state and then from that point onwards it's just kind of like let's talk about cosplay and then see gritty and go shopping and it's very much a slice of life at this point i feel like an actual honest to goodness one not just one that we tack on the end of our podcast (laughs) but an actual (laughs) look into an actual like kind of dissection of okay so if we wanted to start getting into cosplay where do we start what kind of things do we have to do and here's two anime characters going and doing that (laughs) <laughs> I, I yes i guess in um, sexually provocative situations oh um, goodness and um yeah unusual social dynamics i guess uh very much yeah. so should we get that out of the way to start with then the fact that this show it has the sketchy etchy dial turned up to about an 11 out of 10 i think it's a big part of the show you got there's it's going to be one of the big drawbacks to anyone trying to get into anime because this is it's 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 an interesting way to go with this show do you know what though i'll say this up i'll say this up top okay there is a real wholesome moment there is a real wholesome feel to a lot of what they do here um i think they try isn't there just somehow under all the jiggling and all the shininess and all the swimsuits there's actually a bit of heart there isn't there there is. Um, I, I don't. I just don't know how to feel about this show in a lot of ways. <laughs> there, there is so so. There's and um, throughout the show, there's a lot of reference to um, Gojo being really uncomfortable around uh, our main girl Kita. Kita what, what what are we calling her? Marin Kitagawa. Kitagawa. Uh, are we going with Kitagawa or Mar- Marin? Did you say? I'm probably going to swap and chop between the two as we go. So pick whichever one you prefer, and I'll try okay. and stick to that one. Okay, so Kitagawa is the only name I've got written down, so I'm going to go with that one. Um, Sick. She is really quirky, really outgoing, really confident and really popular. And there's so much of a focus on Gojo's reaction to that and how he how he deals with this, with being a teenage boy and having this, not go, going from basically Larger zero. Yeah, but it's also, he's had no experience with this whatsoever. It's not like he's had mm. any experience with women or f- even friendship in yeah. any respect. And now all of a sudden this attractive popular girl is just, it, it, I, I don't really know what she, how to describe her relationship with him because I think it's also deliberately it's deliberately trying to hide what's going on really like the, the, there isn't that mm. much two-way romance at this stage it is platonic and friendship but yeah 
the undertones are there. Mutual admiration for each other, isn't there? There's like, it starts with them meeting and he's about to start making clothes for his Hina doll and she's trying to come and make her own cosplay. And he's enamored with the fact that she speaks her mind and is loud and proud about the things that she likes and the things that she loves to do. So the anime, the porn games, like all that kind of stuff. <laughs> the porn games. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. One of the best jokes. And he and she's enamored with the fact that he has all of this crafting skill and this ability to sew and to um, create designs and, and make stuff. And there's a very pointed moment in the first episode, which is played for laughs, where he's he says, even if you were trying to be bad, you wouldn't be able to do this bad of a job. Oh, God. Yeah. It's um, like, oh, no. She's, is, is she's that her best. Is that when she reveals the cosplay outfit under her school clothes? Yes, where yeah. she gets changed into, oh, she into gets her changed. Yeah. cosplay. Uh, Another it's... scene laced with sexual tension as she starts just like pulling down her t-shirt and asks him to turn around. And it's like, and he's sitting there, he's doing the same thing that I feel that like you were at that point. Why is she getting naked? Why is she taking her clothes off? <laughs> like they've only just met. <laughs> What's happening here? Um, I, well, it's, it's, it was just coming into this completely fresh it was just really worrying at that moment because i was like which way is this show gonna go um mm. and i don't know at, even when even with all the wholesomeness there is that seedy side of the show where they are undressing teenage Absolutely. girls on screen um even if it is in anime form because it is a little it's quirky and it's a little bit it's it's fun to see i'll tell you what it is fun to see it's fun to see the female ro- the female character being obsessed with um this sort of harem sex game and show um, yeah and the bloke feeling really uncomfortable and not really understanding it um because that's obviously a very it's it's always been portrayed as men are these uh, the other way around the the men are the horny ones who want the games and the girls are like oh gross you're looking at this disgusting stuff but they still do that to a certain extent don't they they still do that because he's the one that's thinking about the sexualization of everything and he's the one that's feeling Mm. really awkward and she's just thinking about it as friends being platonic as as literally a means to an end oh you need to take my measurements but she has this like I love the logic of when she turns up to get the measurements for the costume and she goes, mm. ah, I'm a genius. You don't have to see me in my underwear. You get to see me in this sexy swimsuit <laughs> instead. And it's like, uh, I mean... Sure. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh-huh. Because, but also... <laughs> because girls do wear bikinis in public, so it's not the same as lingerie. However... For poor Gojo, who has nary seen a tit in his life, it, it's it's the same thing it's it's the bloody same thing <laughs> you, you, you you've renamed the product effectively is what you've done and it's the the result is still the same that he's seeing a, a clantily dressed woman who in his room no less in his room no less and like when she starts laying on the bed oh um, God. get off it it's dirty it's dirty the artist must have had a lot of fun with that because there was curves in all sorts of places oh my um, goodness the detail around certain areas are very uh, they're really going for the realism look they oh my goodness don't they just mm. like and there was definitely you know that there was somebody on the team who had a bit of a thing for feet because there was that specific moment where she puts them on his lap and it's like it is mm. that's intricate that took somebody time yeah and study to do and it's like oh yeah 
maybe yeah. maybe just rein it back a notch show why are you putting so much emphasis on the feet uh, I, I, I just what do you mean I, i'm just passionate about my art he needs to take the me- measurements he's got to take the measurements of the feet yeah we but we could cut corners with it why do we need to be so detailed with it? No, it's fine. I'll put in the effort. Nothing done well Look, has ever been done in a short amount of time. Proverb. I, don't know. I am here to make the greatest romance anime of our time. And, th- and though you have only given me this one cut of her putting her feet on his lap, I will make sure that it is remembered for all time. Because after he looks down and that camera pans up, that angle, it's yeah. like... It is. It, oh the, dear! There is so much detail in though in, in not just the feet in other in more intimate areas, and I, I just don't know how to feel about it. I really just don't know. Mm. It, it feels wrong. It's part of the plot, though. It's clearly marketed at an older audience rather than you know young audience. I think so. you could definitely say it's aimed at ad- an adolescent and up audience because. I don't know. Is it just aimed at horny Even, teens? I think it, de- yeah. That, I think that's the easiest way to kind of brush it under the rug because, <laughs> but, but they also, they lampshade it a bit as well. Like at the beginning of the third episode, I think uh, Gojo wakes up and he's just been having this very steamy dream about oh, yeah. marrying in the cosplay and no two ways about it. It's heavily implied he's either had a wet dream or that he then gets himself off afterwards. <laughs> because as soon as the opening credits finish, it slam cuts to a tissue box. Lovely. Lovely. And it's like, at least they're calling attention to it. Because like 15, 16 year old boys are perpetually horny because their brain chemistry is going haywire. So to see a main character who's, yes, feels this way, but is also doing like so socially inept that he can't handle it is kind of refreshing versus like Chad MC who gets all the women. Well, yeah, uh, dude, this is anime. When have we ever had Chad MC as our protagonist? Kirito. Kirito. Oh, Bell. No, Bell is awkward. He gets the girls, but he's yeah, he still gets the girl. Well, so multiple of them. Well, at the minute, our character is getting the girl. We know he's going to get the girl. It's an anime. Like, it's always <laughs> you're, you're downtrodden, feeling sorry for the character. Oh, look, no, he's actually being appreciated for what he's good at. Oh, no, he's actually realizing his, his, his self in this, in this story. And he's becoming a, 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 a force to what be reckoned with. I don't know where I'm going with that. That sentence. you hate self-actualization. Is that what you're trying to tell me here, Will? Oh, I'm you hate that he's that. becoming his best self. I, no, I'm calling you out on <laughs> saying that it's unique because <laughs> it's not. It's not refreshing. I didn't say it was unique. I said, said it was it, refreshing. Oh, come on. <laughs> what? All right. We're just going to slap he's a different like, name. He's just a, he's a tall boy with like bland hair. Oh, no, he's just a hentai protagonist. <laughs> oh, no. He, he's a self-insert for the audience. There you go. There you go. Dun, dun, dun. No, what I do mean, you think of Gojo then? I like him. I like that. I like his inner monologue. I like his, his, um, the way he tries to be the good guy, even when he's filled with all this testosterone and is, oh, yeah. I think some of his reactions, I, 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 I genuinely put myself in his shoes. It would be real, like your mind just goes, like, yeah, your mind just goes off on these massive tangents where you're trying to sort of just think about anything and, 
at the end of the day, I love how they sort of illustrate her reaction where she's got like a one track mind and it's just, I'm just mm. here for this. And then the, and, and I feel like this must have been written by blokes. I feel like the story must have been written by blokes, blokes because I don't think that's how it is in reality. I think the girl's minds do that would would race as well. I think she would be, but it's just that way that we're going to focus on his reaction and his overthinking in the situation because that's what the writers associate with. That's what their experience is. That's what teenage boys' experiences are. Yeah, and it being so up in Gojo's head makes you think that yeah, maybe they're drawing from life experience. Yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, a very traumatic. Shinichi. Life are you looking it up? <laughs> I am. Mm. Furiously Googling. Shinichi <laughs> uh, Fukada. She's drawn... Oh, I, don't, well, I don't know she just yet. <laughs> just says manga artist. It's probably, she's, they're going to be one of these people who's just never seen. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, well. Uh, female. Female. Bullshit. The lady. But then again... <laughs> Enough of Japanese culture and and media culture in general is so from a guy's perspective that I, I can't blame her for being able to nail Gojo immediately. <laughs> mm. uh, what do you think of his trauma and the fact that somebody said something mean to him once and now he's been a recluse for like ten years? Um, I, I I don't I don't particularly like or dislike it. I think a part of me is a bit like. Okay, but you need you need something. You need something that's going to put him in this situation. They they need mm-hmm. some sort of trigger. So I guess it's okay. Um, it's basically a girl says that he shouldn't be doing making dresses for little dolls. Is that effectively her point? Yeah, she says that it's weird that he's got such an obsession with these Hina dolls, and that it's creepy that he's so obsessed with trying to create the clothes and the makeup for them and then he basically internalizes that as the thing that brings me the most joy in the world is seen as creepy by people around me so i'm just going to not interact with people and just he basically just becomes a yes man doesn't he because people ask him to do stuff and to avoid conflict or avoid upsetting them he's just like yeah i'll do it i'll do this i'll do that yeah, I mean, he could have gone the other way, couldn't he? He could have just given up the thing that he loves, and but then again, mm. that, would, that wouldn't be a very good story. Um, so yeah, he's he's decided to just do everything he can to have an easy life. Um, he, he's, but he's still focused. He's still doing the thing that he loves. I think that's good. I think he's still yeah. invested in what he enjoys and what he gets um, fulfillment from. It is a bit yeah. weird that he that. Like his, it's clearly a business. His his uncle, no, granddad. It's granddad. Yeah, his, his granddad does this as a job. It's his business and career, right? Yes. So people obviously do this. It's it seems a bit weird that he wouldn't see that side of it as well. And and you know if he's if he's working mm. with his granddad so much and making these see it dolls, as a skill and something that yeah, he's trying you'd think, to develop you'd think to make money from. There'd be like conventions and places he can go to network with people who do the similar craft. Like if his, if his granddad does it. Dogs. Yeah. I mean, if his granddad does it, I feel like that would be enough to potentially override that one time when someone said it's not cool. Um, but Yeah. I think the, the other side of it comes from the history of these Hina dolls and the fact that they're made for 
a festival in Japan that happens once a year. It's the Hinamatsuri Festival. Is it the Avatar Which is festival? known as... No, no, no. Okay, it is the Avatar Festival where we burn the effigies of the Avatars <laughs> to the ground. Um, it, it's otherwise known as Girls' Day, and it's basically a celebration of Girls. the women of Japan. And Ooh. you get these dolls and you put them out on the Hinamatsuri display... And girls will invite their friends over for special dinners and parties and just basically have a big celebration. Um, so what do the usually, blokes do during this time? Um, they go, go and the smoke and play baseball. <laughs> so it sounds because like a win-win. Boys Day is on May 5th. Because <laughs> Boys Day is on May 5th. Is it actually? Yeah. So um, initially it was Children's Day, but they but there was also Boys Day. So but then more they saw recently, that as problematic. Yeah, and they were like, actually, let's just split it. So we've got Girls' Day uh, on the March the 3rd, so that's just come and passed. So I actually got to see some Hina dolls um, in my workplace, which is really interesting. And wow. then Boys' Day comes along later in the year. And basically, these dolls, these Hina dolls, only really come out once a year. Yeah. But they're very expensive. Because oh, really? the artisans behind them hone their craft like Gojo's grandpa for mm. however long, like tens of years. So... A set of five, because that's your normal set, but you can do more depending on whatever and how much good luck you want from the gods by displaying oh, I want all the dolls, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I want all well, the Well, you're going to be setting yourself back between $1,500 and $2,500 for a set of five. Whoa. Okay. So I was thinking when I first looked into the show, I was like, well, how do you make any money if it's a festival once per year? But you've just got to get enough families who want to start a collection. Bish, bash, bosh. I guess, you got yeah. Some money. Oh wow! Especially if you've got if you're renowned. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But then, like, how does how does Gojo make any money if he's if it takes years and years? Like your first forty mm. years of your life, you're not making any money. You're just living off granddad, I guess. Because you, your models are rubbish and you you can't paint them properly. Yeah, I mean, if the big selling point is that it's a craft that you have to spend so many so long working on, then you have to spend so long working on before you earn any money. Um, I think the idea is just the end product is what is makes the sales. But to get to that particular level, it takes time and practice, which is something that the show actually does talk about. Because the show, which I, again, quite like, is that they don't lose sight of, even though it's appealing to weebs by being like, look, the porn games and the anime references and this, that, and the next thing. Mm. It still has time to look at that more traditional side of things. And that's just personified by Gojo's character. Um, not as much in these first few, but it's nice that that seed is still there. He's still talking about why he finds Hina dolls beautiful in episode three. He's not just been totally dragged into the world of cosplay. Right. Yeah. So there, there is that element. It could have potentially have just gone, all right, here's a guy who knows how to make material because of this reason. Now let's talk anime and let's talk, um, cosplay. Um, and they don't do that. No, they they are focusing on that. And yeah, it's 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 an interesting dynamic. I'm not really sure what what he's bring. I don't know. Could you have? Could it's you? What's could, his motivation? Yeah. Well, what's his motivation? Because he's finally got a friend. Like, okay, fair. Isn't it? Like he's 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 doing something for her. He's already bending over backwards, and she knows. I, th- I think it's the it's new experiences, isn't it? He's. He's yeah. now he's now in a in a different world. People are looking at him differently, like yeah, and talking behind his back, talking behind his back. He's hiding behind fences. 
<laughs> How did you find me? What do you mean? <laughs> How could you crouch, possibly have seen me? You're crouching you? in the middle of the street. Um, <laughs> yeah, which, which was which was funny. And um, did you watch it in sub or dub? Uh, sub. Yeah, I watched so. this as it was coming out. All uh, right, okay. is the dub out? Yeah, yeah, I watched it in dub. Oh wow, mm. speedy! Yeah, it only just wrapped up as of recording, like this week, which is pretty impressive. Oh yeah, I watched it on funny uh, in dub, and it it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the dub. It was very American. She was very American. Um, oh, like saying like totes and yes, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty much. It was there. There were a few of those moments, and I was like, okay, she's the cool, quirky American. I, 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 yeah, there must be Japanese equivalents to those. Do they, is it the same word yes. in Japanese? Or do they have like their own idiosyncrasies? Not idiosyncrasies. Uh, like, um, well, what's the word? I know what you mean. The localization Slang? Slang. There we go. There <laughs> we go. The five letter word escaped me there. Idiosyncrasies to slang. I want to see that uh, <laughs> Wikipedia challenge. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah, they do. So, so Marin bases her style and the style of her friends off of what's called uh, gyaru culture, which comes from literally the English word of gal. And oh, wait, wait, throwback. Yes. Yes, to something else we watched where she dressed like this, the school one, the the, the lesbian school one. Is there, Do you have any idea how little that narrows it down? <laughs> Yeah, you basically <laughs> just said show. You've just said anime. <laughs> You've just described ninety percent of anime. Citrus, citrus. Yes, yes, yes. The the Gyaru style <laughs> and culture. Um, blonde hair, fake nails, mm. trying to look flashy, and and it comes from that. And even in the sub, you hear um, different ways of saying things. So saying good morning is uh, in Japanese is ohayo gozaimasu, and that's a very polite way to say it. Right. Whereas these girls, when they say good morning to Gojo, they just go, oh, hi, and that's it. Like the whole rest oh. of the word is kind of cut off because it's oh. just slang. Okay. I feel, and I, then, I, I feel like the intonation needs to change in that case. It's like, hi, yeah. and then just hi, yeah, <laughs> wait, and go up. <laughs> yeah, just just waiting, wait, waiting to finish that sentence. Um, okay. And everyone's cool. like, is she going to say the rest of it? Yeah, like, carry on. But k- kudos to the crunchyroll um subtitlers because they took a lot of those complexities in terms of the ways that marin and her friends talk and implement that into the subtitles in quite i would say relatable teen speak as somebody who's not been a teen in a while (laughs) i'd say yeah that's how teens talk i suppose (laughs) howdy i've seen that on hello fellow kids (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is this trying to blend in in high school with a baseball cap on backwards um with a skateboard over my shoulder yeah. steve buscemi style yes yeah that's exactly the image i've got <laughs> in my head yeah yeah um okay so it does a good job i mean i, I think yeah you've, you've you've got to get into the mind of a teenager um as the writer i think it's always challenging i think you've got to be really careful with it and like you mm. say as no longer teens it would but again, it's different cultures on top of that. So I wouldn't have any idea. I'd probably, I wouldn't have much idea about high school now in my country. But then to then take that out and put it in yeah. Japan um, with different cultures and languages and stuff, I would have no idea where to go with that. So I'll just take your word for it that they do a good job and, and leave it there. Y- yeah, sure. <laughs> 
So the comedy in this show is kind of the other big selling point. A lot, as with a lot of rom coms, obviously the com part needs to be just as appealing as the rom part. You know, standard stuff. Uh, what did you think of the comedy in the show? Obviously, you had the dub, so there might be a bit that's changed. But what moments kind of stood out to you as being particularly good? Oh God, you're putting me on the spot there. Um, I can't. Oh. I, there were definitely bits which I laughed out loud at. Um, we, we we mentioned one just then with the where he's hiding behind the fence and she comes up and all the while I'm thinking you're not very well hidden mate like anyone can see where you are and she comes up and uh, in the dub anyway he's he's very much like how did you see me and she's like well you you know I can see you right there um and that was that was quite well done I thought uh, what other bits were there there was the the bit when she storms into the house like distracts him with the uh, I can't remember what she gives oh, him. The cake she, or with the, the with cheesecake. The, yeah, and then he, she just goes, "Oh, look, I'm in," and um, he, he's <laughs> just there, left bewildered. I think his reactions potentially lose their em- their, their emphasis a little bit as it as it goes on because mm. it's more of the same. Um, the measurement scene is so awkward. It's just it's so uh, horny. It's, it's so just- horny. You just end up laughing out of awkwardness, I think. Yeah, I agree. And like his reaction after doing the the foot measurement where his head's like steaming and he looks like he's just fought a battle in a shonen. It's like, I can't do anything else. Yeah. No, he's just sweat sweat is just dripping down his face. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that moment afterwards, after the sweat's gone and he's kind of had that in a monologue of, I keep getting panicky and flustered. Yeah, and then he's then super calm about doing the inseam like up her leg, and then she's the one who gets flustered for the first time. Yeah, because he, I, I assume he nudges somewhere he shouldn't have nudged, <laughs> which you think he would notice, given that he's like so everything else, everything he's been so sensitive for, and he's been he's literally said things like, "I, I must not touch. I, I, I must keep as long as I don't touch her, I'll be fine." And then if he's nudged <laughs> anywhere, you'd think he would know. You'd think he, he would just freak out. But it is good Because s- there's that bit later where he nudges a boob and it turns a full like x-ray skeleton of them getting struck by lightning because he realizes that he's touched the soft part. <laughs> so you'd think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a funny bit with the nipples. <laughs> when oh, my God. She, when she has it the- was just a number. <laughs> but 20 centimeters <laughs> centimeters centimeters uh I, again it's laughing out of almost embarrassment for myself it's like i mm. i feel guilty watching this show and i'm just laughing because it's so <laughs> awkward and like she, she she's like oh we need to measure in between in between my nipples and he's like what there's no way there's no way. i just I it's too far do that. it's too far i've gone this far and it's almost like thinking well you have but maybe you've already gone too far <laughs> like maybe mm. you should have put the foot down i saw a lot i earlier. saw that feet scene yeah <laughs> yeah the, i saw what you were thinking <laughs> yeah she has arms and hands she could measure her own feet there's no reason why you need to do this bit um in fact there's a lot here that you although we have had a conversation off air about how you're not supposed to do your own measurements so i guess true i I often get them wrong you often get them wrong and you end up coming out looking like um what's he called from big um 
Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks in big <laughs> at the end of big when he's in the overgrown suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, some really awkward bits of comedy. What did you think? Mm. Yeah, I quite liked it. I think the, the the main standout jokes for me they were dirty, but it was because it was subverted. That's what mm. made me laugh more. So right. the two moments for me were when he first plays Slippery Girls 2 and he's in the room and he <laughs> yeah. has the most serious face yeah, yeah. and he's making notes and his grandpa it's, comes in and the porn yeah. scene is still playing. It's like, oh, granddad, dinner's downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, you just got to heat it up. And granddad's yeah. like, he's <laughs> of that age, but he's so serious. And why is he taking notes? Like, <laughs> just it's just constant uh-huh 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 yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh so that's what it looks like from behind right. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> grandpa's just like okay whatever whatever and all right i was just gonna say this is what this is what happens when you bring a, a, a boy up making hina dolls um for his entire oh, existence this is this is my he fault. doesn't know what a real woman looks like <laughs> he's just examining every woman in a materialistic way <laughs> a a materialistic oh, materialistic that's it folks pack it in what's your other what's, what's your other bit of comedy that you uh, appreciated the when they're coming out the ramen restaurant and they're just so casually discussing like and he was stood in front of the whole school and he couldn't stop ejaculating and this office worker just <laughs> spits out her drink and she's like and she full on like whips her head around and yeah. then Kitagawa like speaks back like yeah what's up with this body and she's like oh my goodness high this schoolers is, this is our future this this these are the future leaders of these our country sick little freaks <laughs> in control of our future yeah that is a good moment and it it's again it's disgusting but wholesome at the same time because they're so just engrossed in their conversation they're not think and they're not really looking at it uh what's the word from a sexual point of view it's just an objective this is what's happening I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well that is what they're doing, but it's 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 almost like it's yeah, they're not looking at it in its they're so in the moment. They're not really think they're not really mm. seeing it as seedy even though to anyone else it is this taboo conversation that they probably shouldn't be having in public. Um yeah, but they don't see it that way. They're they're just talking about a show um for cosplay purposes, I guess. What's like cosplay in general, right? Okay. Really intriguing. A really intriguing thing. Do you have you seen much cosplay in Japan since you've been out there? Is it like more because I I know in western countries there's obviously conventions and stuff where most yeah. people will do cosplay. Is cosplay more of a day-to-day sort of thing that people do in Japan? It, it's definitely more common, but it is definitely in the bigger cities. Um, right. So I went to uh, Yokohama recently and around the Gundam base, there were a few people cosplaying. We saw actually a cosplay photo shoot um, at a place that looked suspiciously like Leeds of all places. Like it had red brick buildings. Leeds? Which is what a weird I think in Leeds or I think in Birmingham. I, dude, which the, I don't... Which is the port one? The port? Yeah. Is Leeds a port? No. Leeds I don't know. Is in I don't Yorkshire. know geography. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's Birmingham. Yeah. Anyway, maybe. either way, are you showing sure the thing in Liverpool? Is more common. Um, yes, maybe it's Liverpool. Liverpool, I think it's Liverpool. Liverpool has a. It does have pool in the name. Yeah. I should have guessed. Water, <laughs> water, pool. 
Yeah, there's a pool. connection. Yeah, yeah. I can uh, see it. Good old liver swimming pool. That was its full name back liver in the day. Sw- <laughs> Ugh, gross. <laughs> I don't want to go in that pool. <laughs> so. Um, anyway, yeah, cosplay. cosplay is definitely more um, accepted. And like go, even going to the supermarkets, um, lots of the magazines that you see on the shelves will have um, people in cosplay of certain characters or uh, top cosplay tips. Um page 10 like cosmopolitan but also has a section on cosplay it's cool predominantly seen in those big cities like tokyo though where especially in like shibuya or in shinjuku or akihabara where you can find places like maid cafes or Mm. anime pilgrimage sites where people will go and dress up as these characters and take photo shoots to then post online Mm. it's and it is a lot more popular like we see in episode three when they go shopping um yeah they go to Shinjuku oh, the, yeah, and yeah. the stores mm, they've got all the, the streets things on the that walls. they walk down yeah and they've got all the posters and all the the wigs and the actual pre-made costumes and stuff and and it's a big thing it's, it's definitely taken off a lot more especially in those big metropolitan cities um mm. yeah but to see like you wouldn't walk down the street and have a mob of like kirito soma and naruto's like running towards it's not you. it's not just like, like a, a, an anime world where everyone's running around with all these different characters um that'd be <laughs> no fun. definitely not there should there should be an there should be a cosplay day where everyone just everyone just dresses up as a cosplay like like you know like world book, world day, book about, day but about when you're a kid <laughs> and you have people dressing up as their favorite characters it's just that i guess Christ, is World Book Day in Japan like just loads of an- loads of manga characters? Because you can just dress. That's a book. You have no idea. Oh my god, that's blown my you mind. See Demon Slayer kids walking around. You see like people dressed as Ash from Pokemon. Like it is yeah. legitimately mostly oh, wow anime characters. That's just blown my it's mind. Crazy. That's just opened up a whole world of opportunity for when I have kids. It's going to be like, oh, we can dress you up as all these cool little characters. Okay, uh, dress you up as Ryuk from Death Note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little baby Ryuk. That would be adorable. <laughs> horrifying. The word you're looking for is horrifying. <laughs> oh, no, that's cute. I'm, we're doing it. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I condone this. But yeah, cosplay as a hobby is quite interesting because it is very expensive. Um, yeah, I, I recently imagine. watched a Sea Dog VA video where he went and got a professional uh, cosplay done with one of his Japanese friends. And it's set him back like you say $3,000. You say professional. How can you get professional cosplay? Is there like people who make money out of cosplaying? Yeah, so it's the tailors who who. So yeah, but in this case, you you. you but then the actual can, models themselves, they yeah. get sponsorship deals. Or oh really? Like there's a cosplayer like, that like I've been following for years. Yeah, uh, she's called Jessica Negri, and she basically kind of got her start as being this kind of this sexy Pikachu that she posted online and blew up. And then she started getting more in depth and she makes her own I wonder why you, why you followed her. And Sam, I, wonder, I, I, wonder I what... couldn't possibly fathom. It definitely wasn't. She's just re- really interested in... Grade. <laughs> Go on. In her personality, <laughs> yeah, Will. Yes. She's, she's a fellow weeb. She's really entertaining. She's got lots of good comments. And that's all I will say on the matter. <laughs> she seems smart. <laughs> Has a lot to offer the community. It takes a lot to be a, to be good at cosplaying. Like yeah. if you're not going and buying, so in in this Sea Dog video, he goes and he basically he gets his measurements done and specifies the character, and he goes through each step with the designer, and they mm. talk about the plastics that they're going to use and the the modelling and stuff, and that's expensive in and of its own right. 
but yeah. the actual technical skill of a lot of cosplayers they have themselves and it's a lot of using mm. 3d printing and learning how to model out foam and spray yeah. paint and do like it's this whole world which cos- cosplays can take anywhere to like two to three months and i think that's what's so interesting about the final stinger of episode three is that marion says oh the event's in two weeks yeah and it's like ah yeah <laughs> all this skill that i don't really have yet i now need to right yeah i think um i think it'd be really cool to because to, i'm I, I feel like i'm quite artistic and i would I, it'd be really cool to make something like that i think they must get so much satisfaction from because mm. there's so many different elements it's not like you're just painting it's not like you're just crafting you might have to use material you, there's you have to be creative in the way that you make certain aspects and certain effects i think mm-hmm. it's just a real yeah just splurge of creativity effectively where and like you know you've you've sent me uh videos of like um you remember though that that girl who was um oh uh, jinx jinx yeah like the makeup side of it um and and the, oh insane yeah yeah so it, it even is like the acting yeah, yeah portion the, of it like yeah. to be the character like marion says she wants to become these characters it's mm. like a multi well she does say that doesn't she say that in the, fan, that in the fantasy <laughs> she says oh, well, mm. <laughs> she leans into it in the fantasy i'm I, i'm starting to even feel like this character master <laughs> oh my god the please yeah, it's fascinating the please is so please. wrong so wrong. that was there in the sub as well i was like whoa that's not that no, no, no. <laughs> okay yeah interesting i've dabbled in cosplay before i i made a uh i tried to be ichigo from uh from bleach oh cool cool i thought i thought about can you come can you come as ichigo to my wedding and chop the cake the wedding yeah oh with his sword with I actually sword. i ah, oh, i made the sword that was yeah. as far as i got with the cosplay right it was bloody heavy i made it out of wood right and you know how big that thing is yeah it's <laughs> a big a bad sword. decision it's a big sword so it's it, ages it, like practicing uh, swinging it in the garden and yeah. it was just like <laughs> yeah did it look did it look good it looked yeah it looked great i mean it was unpainted and but like the the shape was bang on and like we rounded it off so that we would be able to get it through security and stuff. And I'd gone out and bought. <laughs> Where were you the, going the with it? Paint for it. I was going to go to. So in London, there was. I actually went. I went to this convention in the end. But me and my friends, because our cosplay dreams were cut short by a lack of budget and talent, yeah, yeah. we ended up just going. Okay, <laughs> we'll just dress up as pretty cat boys. <laughs> so we. <laughs> God. And and this was back in the age of the Yowie paddle, Will. I don't so know what that means. We, we, oh, you, mm. Mm. for those of you at home, please Google Yowie Paddle and proceed to cringe. I'm not going to do that. Horribly. I don't trust you. I am not going to Google, put that on my. You're Google. right to not trust me. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you ended up backing out and doing something simple, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. It was good. So that was to go to MCM Expo, which is now a much bigger uh, anime convention in the UK. But it's it was one of the only ones at the time. It's more of like a companies will come and try to shill you their wares. Uh, oh, but right, in yeah. more recent years, it's become a full on. Let's go to London, get super drunk in cosplay, and awesome. We should be do debaucherous. that. We should do that sometime. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, there's so many things that I would dress want to dress up as, and there are number one cosplay. Go. Well, <laughs> Bell. Ooh. 
Oh, yeah, that's intriguing. I mean, I think just because... Look, the the, the the thing is, it depends what you want from a cosplay, doesn't it? It depends whether you want to be like... True. The most... I don't think the most impressive costumes I would feel good in, in a, in a way... Mm. Like, like, basically, what I'm saying is I want to look cool as fuck. And that means going as Attack on Titan, someone from the Survey Corps or something, from the Scout oh, yes. Regiment or something. Like, We could not escape that. Right. Like, 2012, that yeah. was it. it. Every convention was yeah. just... Survey call lined up. Yeah. Dedicate your hearts. Yeah. Well, like, and it's, it's, it's like when I've seen loads, I've seen loads of people cosplaying as Spider-Man and uh, John, mm. John Spider-Man um, and going as... John Spider-Man. <laughs> it's, a, it's a friend's reference. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, and doing, doing, the, doing the memes, especially since the uh, No Way Home and stuff. Um of pointing fingers mm. at different Spider-Man. Um, like you, it's just a cool costume. Like it's, it's a Spider-Man costume is like about as basic as you can get. Cause you don't make it. You, you'll just buy it, but yeah, just buy yourself a skin tight leotard and maybe like a, and maybe a jock strap, maybe lose a few pounds because if you haven't got <laughs> yeah, the body too. Now nah, I'll just be Peter B. Parker from uh, into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. <laughs> just have my gut out. <laughs> or like, or, or the, <laughs> Family. When Peter Griffin dresses up as in the Spider-Man costume, I'm sure he does that at some point. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which and Spider-Man are you? I'm Peter Spider. <laughs> wait, hang on. Uh, wait, yeah. <laughs> okay, OP. OP, excellent. Um, yeah, character animation, tour de force, boppy song. Yeah. Uh, I like her cute little, like, kind of paper cow outfits. Yeah, I like that she syncs up with the song at the end of the big the spinning around shot where she's swapping between costumes. Yeah, is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I, I can see why they then just went, okay, we've spent all of our talent doing this ten seconds of footage. Mm. Here's just her in a bunch of different cute outfits. Please enjoy. Yeah, no, I I thought it was good. I thought it was varied enough. I thought the um, it, it had that slice of life element that you sort of tells you what the show is going to be about. Um. You've got the dual screen for a little bit, which was quite nice of you mm. two two main characters. Um, so yeah, I thought the visual storytelling was really good, um, and I thought the song was really good as well. I thought um, it, like you say, it was nice and boppy. Um, it reminded me of Haiku OP for some reason. I think it was made, made, made like the oh. the. I don't know why. I think probably the stickers and stuff was that. Is that a thing in Haikyuu? Yes, maybe one of the first. Yeah, maybe the first season. Yeah, um, maybe it was the slice of lifey breakfast stuff because we see Hinata like kind of going to mm, school, don't we? Yeah, yeah, getting ready. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was a good op. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. Well done. Yeah. How about the ed then? Crap. Really. Yeah, what we get together with the Jetsons and watch them fly around, float around the screen with bubbles on their heads, like great. Yeah, it was kind of cute. I don't think it was it was outstanding. I think it was very middle of the road, and I didn't like the song. It was a bit too wispy. The singer was like very like. Yeah, I I didn't really really like the song. I didn't I didn't rate the song, and the visuals were. Why are they the chibis? Well, it's not even the chibis. Why they Why have they got fishbowls on their heads? There's not a space film. There's not space. space. Why? There was a there was a rocket behind them. Yeah, why are they in space? I, I can't answer your question. <laughs> it was a stylistic choice. <laughs> it feels it feels like the ending credits to a Game Boy Adventure story that you've just oh, you've wow. completed the That's game. A deep cut. 
Yeah, <laughs> you've just like com- finishing off Earthbound for the yeah. first time. It's like ah, we did it, and then it just scrolls along, and it's got the thing, the characters bopping around at the side. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like a proper CD. Pokemon Crystal. Mm. You've got a little Pikachu like bobbing as the names are rolling past. There you go. There you go. You get the reference. Um. <laughs> I get it. I'm there. Yeah. I know Bidgey games. Oh, nice. Um, I've got a bit of a question for you, Will, to kind of bring us into the finale cool. of uh, our analysis and review. Um, would you classify Marin Kitagawa as a manic pixie dream girl? It's, and it's, would you... It's an end to that question. <laughs> Well, there's a follow-up. So, do you think that having these type of characters is good (laughs) for the audience that this is aimed at? Ah, okay. So, is so first question is she what a pixie, a manic pixie dream girl? I don't know what that is. This kind of stemmed. Have you seen Scott Pilgrim? Ah, once in the background. Couldn't tell you what happens. So the idea of the of the manic pixie dream girl uh, archetype is that this over the top, larger than life, colourful, um, unabashedly and unembarrassed girl mm. storms into a normal guy's life and yep. makes everything interesting and ah, yes. pulls him left to right, drags him at, at the mm. beat. She marches to the beat of her own drum. <laughs> She's in love with him and he starts to fall in love with her. But it's very Everything is dialed up to 11. Every single action, reaction, everything that they do, like maybe they've got funny colored hair or they're running around. And the the, the, I, the manic part is very much there in terms of the way that they view their likes and dislikes and whatever. Okay. And it is alarmingly common in these kinds of romance stories that the normal mundane guy meets the super exciting dream girl. Okay, and I wanted to kind of get your opinion on whether that makes for a compelling um, dynamic, and considering the audience who are going to be watching this, if we think about those kinds of of weebs and yeah, more kind of maybe socially awkward type types who might <laughs> see this show, and especially when you look at the reaction to this online, we see that everybody wants their own Kitagawa son. Yeah, but is that healthy? Well. Okay, I think there are different ways you can look at any situation. <laughs> I'm going to give a politician's answer. Um, Here we go. Now, so I think if you if you view this, if you view the character in a positive way, in the fact that she's an independent, carefree, lives life how she wants to live it, and um, is is a is a you look at the positive side of her character, um, mm-hmm. then there's no harm in pushing that effectively because they're positive it should have a positive impact on i don't know young females who maybe watch this and live life vicariously through her um i think the if it's an attractive quality in a character people are gonna i don't i don't see the negative in people want it's a fantasy it's a it's a fictional world you know there's Mm -hmm. Characters are designed to have certain attractive qualities. So for someone to say, like this, this isn't by, but this kind of character doesn't offend me in any way. What, why? I'm not sure why people would be offended by uh, this character. 
Or why? It's, it's not so much the offense of the character. Right. It's more the, it's setting that as the ideal. So therefore every person who watches it is expecting why, their who, love life who, to be this explosive. Who's, who's setting it as an, uh, you could say that about every single show in the world. Like I don't watch Iron Man and think that that's the ideal. Like just because the characters just, be- I think it's when we think of anime as this big over-exaggerated thing. And then we pull back to romance anime. There's definitely a, a sect of people who often get called out in other animes or made fun of, or even online, you see them a lot of the time being like, Oh, I went on dates and I couldn't find somebody who was like Marin or they, well, that's that's like no, this, that's on the or... fans, man. That that's on the people. That's no, I, I completely disagree. Like, I didn't watch A Star Is Born and think that my relationship needed to be a drug fueled musical <laughs> explosion <laughs> where my husband ends up ki- killing himself. Like, you, it's a piece of media. Spoilers it, for A Star Is Born. <laughs> spoilers for A Star Is Born. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, no, that's completely on the fans. If they want to invest that much and think that that's what they need from their like from from their life and their relationships that's them losing themselves too much in a piece of media and that's an unhealthy relationship with media that's not anything on this show like this is a fairly comical journey into a mm. a, 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 a shy blur like it's it's i get that it's desirable in a in a way that like shy people mm. are going to watch this and go uh, shy and recluse people might watch this and go wow that would be amazing but that's no different to loads of shows where you put yourself in the character's shoes and live life vicariously through them that's the whole point of media and storytelling it's a bit of escapism yeah it's escapism exactly that's the that, but it what... shouldn't be taken too seriously exactly i think i think i think okay. you know you can critique it and you can not enjoy it and you can say oh that's just it's an easy win because you're putting them in situations which are probably more commonplace that's that's potentially an argument to say that this is m- this is because this is such a fundamental realistic way people could see the world it's not like your your fantasy mm. and your um sci-fi and all those things that are clearly you know fantasy and <laughs> not real yeah um <laughs> i guess it, because it's, it's got it, that like that bit of grounding it yeah kind of it maybe can blur the line for some people. yeah yeah, I get that mm. it can blow the line, but I still don't think that's the show's fault. Like they, they, they're going for a yeah. slice of life show. That's their content. That's their, and just because mm. arguably you're saying if they do a good job of it, it's their fault for people enjoying it too much <laughs> or, or thinking too much of it. Like they're not saying this is what you should aim for. Um, so yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, you, they've got to have the cool. freedom, the creative content, the creative, uh, artists, they, they've got to have that freedom to create something and you do what mm-hmm. you want with it you know you take what you want from that um yeah okay super yeah thank you for your insight yeah cool 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 right let's get into the big three questions and decide whether this gets into the anniverse okay so we're going to ask our big three questions that is uh, the concept and execution how we think the uh theme of the show and the way that it is displayed uh, performs. We're going to think about turnoffs, anything that might stop a general audience or a general viewer from accessing the show or might push them away. And then compelability and watching this show. Do we want to watch more, basically? Uh, so, Will, concept and execution, we kind of touched upon that a little bit there. 
mm. in terms of the ideas, the slice of life part and um, just being able to be creative with it. Do you think that the concept of this show and its execution are good enough to bring in a new viewer? I think, again, yeah, going back to our previous point, I think it depends on what you want from the show um, and what you think the concept is as to whether it's, I mean, it's a, a kind of a given, but I, my, my point is that I think there are different ways you can view this show and depending on those ways will determine whether you think it does a good job of it. I think mm-hmm. if you're going into it, knowing that it's a bit sketchy, etchy, a bit raunchy, a bit sort of sexy, and you're looking for some, an interesting character dynamic and you're, you're curious about seeing how it plays out and you're in and you're like, you know, that it's a bit of a rom-com. I think it's a good job of doing that. I think, I think Mm. it is good at what it does. I like the animation from the, from the very first few scenes. I was really impressed with the animation and the cuts and the, the, the camera angles and stuff. Do you call it camera angles? Even though there's no camera. Yeah. You'd say like the, yeah, you'd, because cool. you still use the the imaginary camera of course of course i do always use the imaginary camera it's like that, that episode of family guy <laughs> where camera peter, in my mind peter walks around with the screen in front of him um because <clears throat> all the tvs are broke uh yeah so i think it does do a good job of executing that i think if you want just a classic rom-com there's probably not as much com in this if that makes sense mm. it's, it's more socially awkward and looking at those inner monologues and it's got a bit more of a deeper look at the inner it's it's not slapstick it's not it's not in the same way um yeah it's, it's focusing on very adolescent humor right that kind of the, like you said the awkwardness and the way that these two characters interact yeah it's, it's not joke 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 canned laughter sort of rom-com sort <laughs> of uh happy-go-lucky fun for the whole family um it's definitely a, a more subtle line of humor but i think it i think i think it does a good job what about what about you uh yeah i think as a as a piece it, it, it's pretty good the concept is quite simple um two people come together and find this kind of mutual understanding about creation and creativity and then it's executed beautifully like i we didn't i didn't talk about much the animation throughout the uh, mm. review, but it's stunning. There's so many yeah. little moments where a character will act flustered and we actually see like when Marion's embarrassed after the inseam measurement being taken, she yeah. like, kind of scrunches up her hair and we see how yeah. it bunches yeah. her little dance, yeah. just the way that her face moves. Oh, I've coined a term for it, I, I which think, is I think someone likes exaggerated realism. Exaggerated realism. So it's acting because we're s- acting character <laughs> acting but in the form of an animation yeah weirdly yeah because we see so much anime where we get a still panel of somebody's really shocked reaction face yeah we don't see the but in real life there's thousands of tiny micro expressions being made every second and to see an anime character do even a fraction of those yeah like again with the bunching up the hair and the twiddling it and then her eyes are darting around and seeing that feels exaggerated but it's actually something that we all just do. But in the medium of anime, it's kind of unique and it brings a fresh, refreshing, if you will, uh, look at the way that these characters can interact with each other. So yeah, from a direction standpoint, from the lighting, the comedy, the little chibi cutaways, great execution. I think, yeah, first question, almost flying colors. Cool. So that leads us on to our next question, which is... (laughs) 
Is there anything, Sam, that you can put your finger on in this show that might potentially turn off a newcomer to anime or a newcomer to this show? Now, you see, Will, I'm a man of culture. So when I watch a show that features this much sketchy etchy, I do exactly what my boy Gojo does. And I stare it dead in the eye, volume turned up, no headphones, in the dark, and wait for a family member to walk past so they can see Marin landing her feet dead on Gojo's lap. And I'm there making notes like, yes, this is culture. Of course, it's the sketchy etchy. I mean, mean, you you joke about that, but that is literally what we've probably been doing because... We were, we were making notes while we watching are making the show. notes <laughs> <laughs> just hoping that people don't walk in yeah what would lucy think if she walked in on you watching this show did she <sighs> she didn't no um, i'm hoping well it depends I on what, what point the sweat from your brother there's, there's, there's quite there's quite a, there's, there's quite a lot of times you could walk in and not get those vibes the the vibe it, they, they, it's not all the time which i think is a credit to this show because they could yeah. just lean into that way too much. There are some long scenes of it, to be fair, but mm-hmm. um, episode two, episode Look two, yeah. Um, I don't know. She she'd probably just th- think, oh yeah, well this is what I thought anime was all along, um, which is probably yeah. what a lot of people would think. Um, True. Yeah. So is it enough to turn anyone off? I think I think that's the, what it comes down to. There's we've talked so much about how much is shown, and there is so much detail in a lot of those body parts that mm. arguably aren't needed um arguably are over detailed like it, you wouldn't get that much detail in west in 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 live action like for this true if this was like a 15 you wouldn't be lingering that long on the curves of certain body parts um very true do you know what i mean like if it was a real if it was live action yeah i don't think it'd get anywhere near the focus that it does Mm. So. though i think like we said near the very beginning even though there is all of this etchy and lingering shots and very detailed looks at certain body parts there is also this underlying confidence in which marin presents herself in and wholesomeness in why these scenes are there it's more of course gojo is going to have these lewd thoughts about it and obviously the people drawing it have them too but I think within context, it works a bit better. If we compare it to, like we did near the beginning, like Citrus, we think Citrus was doing <laughs> this for the sake of being super shocking. And I still can't believe it got into the anime. But like it, it was, it, its scenes were there for a very different purpose. Whereas here, it feels like yes, it's lewd, but of course it's lewd. We need it it's going to be like this because you have this attractive character needing to get their measurements. And because they're not embarrassed, but Gojo is, maybe I feel it kind of draws you in more. I think it's definitely can be awkward and can be a bit uncomfortable. And definitely some of the humor revolving around it can be a bit dodgy, but I think there's just enough heart there that maybe counters it out. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that it's, (laughs) It's it's a good argument, and I, I like I say it's wholesome in, in at, at times, and that's really really positive. But at the end of the day, they they've even in these situations they didn't need to do the detail. Like you can still True. have the wholesomeness, you can still have all these awkward moments, but like your camera could focus more on Gojo. Your camera could focus mm. less on less detailed parts of the body. It could be. But in- then how do we get the weebs in? <laughs> 
Yeah, how do we get, how do we get the weebs in? Like there are clearly like when she's lying on the bed, um, sort of side on. It's almost like it's been drawn that way for a poster. It's like this could yeah, be screen- like a pinup. Yeah, this could be a pinup. Um, and it's that to that to me is enough that they've lent too much into it. Um, mm. and I just think people would find that awkward. So I'm I think it is enough to turn people off. Unfortunately, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd agree. Okay. And then finally then, yeah. compelability. Do you want to watch more? Uh, I don't know if my body can take much more. Um, it was <laughs> oh, an emotional roller coaster. Just like coaster. Gojo. Yeah, just like Gojo. <laughs> um, I, honestly, probably not um, at this oh, stage. Interesting. I thought it was, it had, it had me at times. It had me at times and I, I, it's, mm-hmm. I did enjoy certain elements of it, but I just don't know if it does enough to get any anniverse is my, is my real answer. Um, I might watch it oh. at some point. It might be down the list at some, you know, beyond some other shows that I've got to watch and catch up on, but it's not gonna, for me, it's not a priority. It's for you definitely not a priority. So uh, okay. I, I think the sketchy etchy just pushes it too much in one direction um, mm-hmm. to get any anniverse. I mean, that's fair enough. I, th- I think, and that's always the case. If, if we maybe age these characters up to college age and it was a bit more kind of like, oh yeah, da-dum, then maybe it would be a bit more excusable and a bit more maybe acceptable. Yeah. Um, I know that I had a really good time with this show, especially just coming around with that idea that Marin spouts in the first episode of like, you should be able to talk about the things you like and be genuinely happy about them and just be able to kind of... Yeah. be yourself and not have to worry about that and i think that's a really nice message yeah but it does very much get lost very early on because that's like her most serious moment when she's not talking about porn games yeah when she's talking to gojo in the classroom and she says like you should you shouldn't let them walk all over you you should do the things that you like and you should care about the stuff you care about and be yourself and seeing these two characters find each other and Marin seemingly for the first time at the end of episode three says, oh, I, I, I've just been so happy today because I've got to do stuff that I've always wanted to do, but I couldn't do. Mm. That hooked me enough to make me want to keep watching to see how that progressed because you can see that's the first little seed, I think, of her romance. Mm. And it was also just something new. I'm so used to Mecha and Shonen and yeah, other yeah. stuff that this was very refreshing for me. Yeah. But like you said, I think there's a lot there that if this was the first thing that you watched it could maybe present a barrier. Yeah, I think they've done a really good job. It's just, um, there is that barrier there. And I think to ignore that would be to just, yeah, call, call it something that it isn't. And it, it, it as, yeah. as, as good as it is, yeah. Right, um, are we happy to leave it there? Happy to leave it there. Brilliant. Um, so unfortunately, my dress up darling, you have not got in, God, that sounds weird. Uh, unfortunately, you have not got into the anniverse. However, if you... Uh, if you disagree, if anyone listening wants to come on and say what they think is... Um, say their piece. Say their piece, say why they think this show deserves to be in the universe and is absolutely, it's absolutely ludicrous that it hasn't got into the universe. Please hit us up on social media, hit us up on Twitter um, 
or Instagram or you know what, Sam? I'm going to push our Discord because I signed up to a Discord oh for the first time and I was looking at the chats. I was like, I'm starting to understand how this works now. So I think we need to reboot our Discord um, and see if we can get people um, involved. In the well, I have just promoted us in the uh, Kavnerlandia uh, Discord. Oh, cool. Nerdlandia, I think it's called. Oh. So um, I will see if we can get that <laughs> joint union going. Cool. Um, yeah, so... Uh, let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you want us to watch next week. Um, we're always open to suggestions and we'd love to ha- have the chat, have the ch- these chats, deep chats about anime and all things Japanese. Uh, yeah. God, it's been, it's been, it's been a while since recording. Uh, we're going to go and talk about slice of life. <laughs> uh, talk about slice of life. Talk about tough. Talk, talk about our slice of life. Talk, talk about talk about our life in slice of life. Yeah, we have a se- talk about our life. We have a section, a small slice. There, there, there is a section we do. It is at the end of the podcast. It's a slice, you could call it. It, it. The slice of the show is called slice of life. We talk about our lives outside of the slice. And uh, shut up. Roll the roll the transition. Ah, fine. Welcome, everybody, to Slice of Life, where we talk about just what we've been up to, what we've been reading, where we've been going, anything that we've been up to in the past uh, couple of weeks since we last recorded. Uh, Will, what have you been doing? What's been happening in the big old world of Will? So, I finished season one of Witcher. Uh, Oh, yes! (laughs) We got another one, boys! So, um, I'm... gonna go into season two and watch season two now um it's, it's a weird show to talk about really because i'm still not sure about names of things or people or like yeah, there's a lot going on there seems to be time jumps and stuff that's going on as well like, i feel like he yeah jumped, jumped ahead 12 years and then came back and then was like different uh yeah so it's it's good i enjoy it it's fun um i like the characters although the bard went like mid-season he just got oh. kicked out kicked off the team got kicked um, out of the party just I'm like magi- I'm goodbye just yeah yeah hoping he toss back a in later. coin to your, to witcher. your witcher yeah um what a banger it is a banger and yeah, so that was fun. I've also this week watched the first couple of episodes of the legend of Korra. Um, oh, so yeah. you're now ahead of me in terms of Avatar. Right. Well, I, I wasn't going to watch it as soon as this, but I, you know, my Super Carlin Brothers fanboy obsession with yes. these guys. Um, I know it well. One of their fandoms that they talk a lot about and, and analyze is Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh. And I've never been able to sort of appreciate that or watch it, watch any of their videos because they do loads of theories. They do loads of like, um, yeah, pulling it apart and answering questions about certain things. So I was like, oh, I can finally watch these. And I started putting a couple on and I've watched a couple. And then, I don't know, there was like two or three in a row that all referenced The Legend of Korra. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't know any of this yet. So I need to go back. So, so, so I'm watching so this go watch first. It. So I've got to go watch it. Um, and I'm enjoying it so far. It's cool. I like it. It's, it's like steampunky Avatar, right? There's yeah. There's a bit more it's, tech going around. It, it, there's a bit more tech going going around and it's more uh, detailed. It's like it, it's a more detailed version of the world. Like we talked about how it, it, it's less simplistic. I think that's what's cool. Like there's a lot of merging going on um, mm-hmm. of the different worlds and the different regions. And, you know, 
little throwbacks and stuff and and just that they've really thought about how this world would have developed since the time of ang since ang yeah how many years ahead is it so it's two generations effectively we've got ang's okay, so like son maybe who 60 is, to 80 years yeah um 60 probably because uh katara's still alive she's an old lady at the minute um oh. yeah so katara's still there ang's not but their son is um and wait katara outlived ang yeah he was 10 yeah but she's a waterbender <laughs> man she's got healing powers yeah she's longevity she, she just heals herself constantly <laughs> Did they get together? Is it is it their kid? Spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched Cora. Um, Me, <laughs> yeah. Um, Give me the deets. <laughs> yeah, it is. The, 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 it's Ang, the, the dad. Oh, it's not their kid. That's the new avatar. That's uh, someone yeah. from from the water. Cora is different, right? Cora is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a there is Ang's and Ang and Katara's son, and he's got three three he's got a family as well so he's got three children mm-hmm. who are i don't know younger than ang was so like not mm-hmm. eight, eight, seven or eight or something like that um and they're all airbenders um and they've got they're like they go to this they go to one of the cities and everyone's metal bending and they're like oh and she's like wow metal benders because she'd never what? been to the city before and lo and behold the leader of the military is toff's granddaughter Yo, <laughs> so like, oh, that's got, so cool. Yeah, it's like, hey, why are you? Uh, there's an interaction where she gets arrested, and it's like, why are you arresting me? My, you, I'm the avatar, and you, your grandmother, helped the avatar. And she's like, oh, don't talk to me about that. That's a time go- long gone. Um, mm. It's fun. There's there's there's, there's like uh, mafia gangsters. It's uh, what? Yeah, it's like a, a what? Tr- and it's it's all about um, anti anti-bending community so like apparently the the, and the it's all about the revolt of people who don't who have been oppressed because they have no bending abilities there's sort of like a wow they're they're, they're rising up it's a revolution sort of situation going on and the avatar that's kind of cool has come into the city to sort of try and bring peace again and to sort of try and sort out the situation um yeah it's it's a cool Mm. dynamic it's a cool conflict it's not like just as one big bad guy although i think there is one big bad guy (laughs) but yeah there's other things (laughs) now that i think about it actually maybe (laughs) okay cool so so worth a watch then oh yeah yeah i think so i'm excited to get back to it um what about you what have you been up to uh i've been playing a lot of elden ring um it's so good (laughs) i found the biggest sword i could it's literally <laughs> twice the size of my character and i've just that all i've been doing is just battering bosses left and right like cool. souls games are hard until you find somewhere where you can grind levels and then it's just like okay how much more hp do i need to make sure that i don't die here yeah like people uh, are gonna hate me for that because <laughs> a lot of people love the souls games because it's like oh you have to have like pixel perfect reaction times to be able to dodge the boss and you've got to learn the patterns and i just go yeah, but what if big sword and lots of health? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a win-win, isn't it? High it's like, defense, okay, you've hit high me attack. half my HP, but if I hit, like, yes, you've dodged like half my attacks, but if I land one hit, that's a quarter of your health bar. You hit me, that's like nothing, and I can heal. So, mm. hmm, yeah. and it's the antithesis of how you're supposed to play. Supposed to play, but right. I say if the game's no, going to give me the choice to do that, then yeah, I'm going to do. That. 
it's one way of playing it. Like even if you play it like that and then you you go back and you can replay it in a different way if you want to. There's other exactly. there's different ways you can play. There's different tactics you can em- employ and exactly. yeah, I think that's fun. Oh, I I I, I think get that, that opinion on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Cuz you will get rinsed. <laughs> uh yeah, but so what? It's supposed yeah. to be fun if you enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Too right. Um and to fill the one piece shaped hole in my heart. Oh yeah. Uh it, it came back banger chapter, possibly the best chapter of manga I've ever read. Like <laughs> so you say that every week. I yeah, truly. One piece was crazy good this week. Yeah. Like I don't like I don't understand how you have a manga for 25 years and then so fundamentally shift everything that you think that you know, but it also makes total sense and is also really funny at the same time because it's just a big joke. Yeah. And it's like, wow. <laughs> okay. So I've also been watching uh, some One Piece movies as well, whilst I wait for oh, the cool. anime to come back. Um, so yeah, that's been really fun. And that's about it for me. Brilliant. Um, I've also been watching a Netflix show, Is It Cake? Where they decide whether things are cake or oh, not God. cake. And that's been... I can't go back. That's been... Oh, honestly, some of them. They, they do it, Is It Cake or Cash? And I genuinely can't tell the difference. It's a big bag of cash or cake. and Or maybe it's cake. It, and sometimes it's cake and sometimes it's cash and you just don't they have it side by side so they have like the rep like literally they look identical it's insane um insane talent okay let's leave it there thank you all for listening we've done our plugs we love you all we'll see you next week hopefully we'll make a bit more sense bye, bye.